0: Good morning, everybody. The grain markets higher on Tuesday morning. As of the 7:45 pause in trading, May corn futures up a half cent at 3:06. May soybeans up two and three quarters at 8:31 and three quarters. May Chicago wheat up four and a quarter at 5:25 and a quarter. May Kansas City wheat up six at 4:76 and a half. May spring wheat up six and a half at five dollars and a half. USDA released its weekly crop progress report yesterday. The U.S. corn crop is now 27% planted versus 20% on average. U.S. farmers planted 20% of the crop in one week, according to uh, yesterday's report, amid favorable conditions in many areas. We had planted only 12% of the crop at this point last year. 3% emerged versus 4% on average. The eastern Corn Belt, parts of the south, will see 2 to 3 inches of rain during the next week. That could cause some minor issues. So is this going to be a perfect planting season? No, I don't know that there's a such thing. Uh, is it going to be 2019 all over again? Probably not. The U.S. soybean crop is 8% planted versus 4 on average. As far as major soybean states are concerned, Illinois and Indiana moving the fastest. Illinois is 18% complete, Indiana 11% complete. The U.S. winter wheat crop rated 54% good to excellent, down from 57 last week. We've seen uh, good to excellent ratings fall 8% in the last two weeks. Declines, again, noted in Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Colorado, and Nebraska. The crop is now 21% headed versus 25 on average. Spring wheat crop only 14% planted versus 29% on average. All of your big states lagging here, North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, Minnesota, Montana. Spring wheat crop 4% emerged versus 7% on average. The S&P 500 is trading its best level since March 6th this morning. Really an impressive rally in the U.S. stock market uh, amid the uh, backdrop of the virus, reduced economic activity, a huge spike in jobless claims, and and likely in unemployment. Um, From the March 23rd low to yesterday's close, the cash S&P index had rallied 31%. We're up another 1.5% here this morning. The rebound is very impressive in terms of percentage points. We're still about 15% from the all-time highs that were posted in February. Um, I've been a bull in the stock market forever, and even I'm surprised by this move. Um, I mean, the the economy has been suppressed, I think, in my opinion. I, I... Would like to be an optimist and think that when things start opening up again, we can return to a normalish state of economic activity. But I just don't know what the timing is going to be. You know, you you do have to remember that we've just got an enormous, enormous amount of stimulus. Uh, in the system here that's that's been injected by the government. And I don't know if people realize how much money a trillion dollars is. And we've got trillions of dollars in stimulus floating around here. And that's probably part of the reason. Um, If you're an inflationary person and uh, you think that all of this money printing is inflationary, you know, stocks are priced in dollars, and uh, maybe maybe that's part of it as well. Uh, this was a story over the weekend, but I did not discuss it yesterday. Tyson is warning of meat shortages in the U.S. amid plant closures. It's kind of a scary prospect. The U.S. food supply chain is breaking, warned John Tyson. More than 5,000 U.S. meat and food processing workers has been infected with the coronavirus or have been exposed. There will be limited supply of our products available in grocery stores until we are able to reopen our facilities that are currently closed. That's what John Tyson said in a release. Um, so, still major, major problems here. You look at uh, the boxed beef market yesterday. Choice boxes were up $18.5 at $311.84. Select boxes uh, up $19.76 at $298.78. Those are record highs, and you've got the cattle market under pressure. Um, just amid a supply chain that is is broken um the, the packing plants are operating at reduced capacity. A lot of them are shut shut down. Uh, the processing capacity in this country drastically reduced for all of the livestock products. It, it's a major, major mess that we've got going on here. The Ukraine will not limit corn exports. This is a story that we saw earlier in the week. Um, they decided against that uh, following a meeting yesterday, I guess. So uh, no uh, story there. Remember, th- Thursday is first notice day for May grain futures. Uh, make sure you examine any remaining open positions. If you're long, any of these uh, May contracts. You'll have to be out by the close of business tomorrow in order to avoid delivery risk. The uh, cattle market uh, looks like we could open maybe a little bit higher yesterday, but it's had a tough time hanging on. And again, it's it's just a mess. It's probably a bigger mess than than what we've got going on in the corn market um, with this uh, supply chain issue. Uh, but we'll see if we can. Try to bottom this thing out and see some improvement. I just don't know if we're out of the woods just yet. Again, ahead of the cash open, the Dow is up 400. The s and is up 42. Bonds are up. U.S. dollar is lower. Uh, crude oil is down 81 cents. Uh, we're trading just about $12 in the June WTI. Uh, gold and silver are up a little bit. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, Click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you would like to know when and how I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, sign up for my subscription service. It includes my morning email, which goes out every day at 630 Central Time, and a text message service. You will be made aware of when and how I'm pricing those crops throughout the year. Uh, It's built to your credit card. Cancel at any time. Everyone have a great day. We'll talk to you same time tomorrow.